Hello friends, this is Shino and you're welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. Have you ever struggled with understanding the Word of God and practically praying the Word of God over your circumstances, situations, and even over your life in general? Today we're talking about praying the Word of God, what no one is talking about. And I have my friend here and brother, Justus. Um, Justus is a Christian. And, um, you know, he's not just a Christian, but he's a Christian with results. And I'm super glad to have him on the show with us to help us understand this particular topic. Um, Guys, welcome with me, um, Justus, to the show today. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, I call him Daddy Shino. (laughs) 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 Yeah, thanks a lot, Justus, for... Tips uh, from him, help us go. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, you're very kind. Well, I mean, I have so much respect for you, and it's really an honor to have you on the show um, today. Um, so, before we begin, um, you know, talking about this particular topic, because I know it's something that is very dear um, to every believer out there. People want to understand the Word of God. They want to understand how to, you know, pray in line with the will of God. Pray in line with what the Word of God says. Because ultimately, that is what um, brings about the results that we even expect. Uh, but before we really delve, um, you know, um, into this particular um, topic, um, can we please meet you? Just give us um, a snippet of your of your Christian life. Okay. Uh, some some <laughs> few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> at the at the very young age. Uh, my, so I, I was born into a Christian family, so and um, I mean all I knew was okay. We we go we go to church. We we enjoy God. I mean, stay at Sunday school and all that. But there was a faithful uh, money. My sister had gone to an all-night vigil. Uh, the, the, the previous night and then she just suddenly came in and said um, and went to the, uh, our dad and said oh sir I've just been baptized with the Holy Spirit uh, and then she had evidence around her that really challenged me so uh, I was like wow because I began to see traces of changes in in her, in her attitude, in everything. So I'm like, whatever it is, this woman had gotten, I would love to partake in that. So then the VG happens just um, once in a week, Wednesday night. So the next week, I went. So, and that was. Uh, the beginning of my own encounter, so I I met with the Lord and I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. So that's the beginning of my journey. Wow. Since, <laughs> so since then, uh, me, we thank God for for growth, <laughs> meeting uh, mentors and all that, and uh, reading books and listening to messages, messages. So. Pretty much in a short fashion, that's uh, that's what it sounds like. Well, thank, thanks a lot, Justice. I mean, it's always good to um, know how people sort of like, um, you know, kickstart their journey in the faith. And um, I mean, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, okay, so 
now on the for the on the main reason why we're actually here you know praying the word of god what no one is talking about um please can you help us to really understand what does it mean to even pray the word of god okay so basically prayer is a way we communicate to god so god's word is the contents of our communication the scripture says hebrews 11 said, by faith we know that the word was made by the word of god so in to for our prayer to even be effective in the first place it will have to be based on god's promises god's own word which is the seal of his command the scripture says in psalm 103 that the angels yield to the command of his word and carry out uh, the command so the word of god first off is a premise that gives our prayer content the word of god gives our prayer content we can have different kind, different kind of desire, but the way to actually bring any of that out, because we call prayer communicating with God, making supplication, different different Hebrew words that actually explains that intervention, uh, making a plea, worship. The way to actually establish that and do it properly is to. Do it on the premise of the word of God. On the word of God. God is bound by his word. Because the word of God does not just explain about God. The word of God is God himself. Wow. I mean, this is absolutely revealing, actually. The word of God is God himself. And there was something he also said that is very striking. You know, God's word gives our prayer content. So I mean, that means that the whole of your prayer should be about. Well, if for I mean, if you really want, if you really mean business, the whole of your prayer should be the word of God. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, brother Justice, please allow me to call you that. <laughs> you know, but you know, today we have many believers who who are asking the question: How can I even pray the word of God? Yes, you said the word of God is. Uh, is what gives content to my communicating with God, right? But how can I even practically pray the word of God? How can I talk back to God with his word? Please, help us say. So let, let me use uh, Psalm 23 as, uh, as a platform to respond to this question. So it begins by, The Lord is my shepherd. And then the result is I shall not want. So the first instance there. So we've established that the word of God is God Himself. Yes. And any 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 time we see the word Lord used in the scripture, it's actually a reference to the sovereignty of God. Lord means is master. The Hebrew calls him Adonai. It means he is sovereign, a sovereign ruler, Lord. 
So the first, the first implication there is the Lord. He is not just a shepherd. He is first Lord. So, uh, so I would say the f- the 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 way to interact with this is through my relationship with the word. I must first know the word, and when I say know the word, it's not just about memorizing just about I mean scriptures just keeping them in memory uh, meditation has to happen meditation is a way to actually um, make sure that relationship happen is is we talk about that uh, in a deeper form uh, the Hebrew word used there is yada uh, it talks about intimate intimate knowledge about something intimate knowledge into something so the intimate knowledge of the word of god is the first instance is the first step to take do i actually know this word and then to be to explain what being intimate with the word of god is for that is that the word of god has to be lord over me as an individual first oh. he said the lord the Lord. He has to be a Lord over me first. The Word of God has to have a rule. That, so I had explained that the Lord actually indicates God's sovereignty. The sovereignty of God has to have a place over my heart, over my life. My life has to come in submission. So what you do to lordship, when there is a Lord somewhere, you have to submit. Lordship commands elicit submission so there has to be first of all submission that is why we say we surrender our lives to christ we receive his life to give us life so that is the first thing that is the first thing relationship and that relationship is about submission it's about knowing him as lord and then his shepherding rule kickstarts the result so if we take that that uh, first verse as a prayer, for example, how do I pray this? He is first of all my Lord. Yeah. Then his shepherding role is able to happen based on his lordship. And the result is that I shall not want. Oh. Incredible. Well, you know, for me, I've seen a lot of Christians come to me and and well even if they don't come to me i get to ask myself this question why does it seem the word of god is not working in this person's life even myself i maybe because of um, expectations i mean i don't i don't think it's wrong to have expectations and i say and i tell myself okay i'm praying the word uh, i mean and all of that and i'm not seeing you know i'm not seeing that happening right uh, what do you think what do you think God wants such people to know? People who would say, okay, I'm praying the word of God and I'm not seeing the results in my life. All right? Is, this, is that even possible? And if it's possible, what is the encouragement for such persons? Or how should such persons begin to see the word of God going forward? Okay, one thing I want, I want to remind everyone of us is the word of God will always come true. Let God be true, the scripture says in Romans 3, 4. Let God be true and let every man be a lie. 
if it's the word of God, the word of God will always come to He said, my word is like the rain that comes upon the head, like snow, like rain. He said, it will not return void until it has fulfilled that which it was sent for. Absolutely. So let us keep that at the back of our mind. Then there are other characteristics uh, around this also. The scripture talks about the word of God in the uh, in one of the explanations, uh, demystifying of the kingdom that Jesus uh, did a lot in his parabolic expressions in Matthew 13. He, he actually uh, refer to the word of God as a seed. Hmm. Even Isaiah 55, where I quoted from, also refers to the word of God as a seed. The word of God is a seed, and if it's a seed, as it takes them to yes, you will expect a growth. Absolutely. So, hmm. part of understanding, part of understanding uh, the word, like we started with, in terms of relationship, is to know is to know what is the timing of what I'm believing God for. He would also let you know because our work with God, our work with God uh, functions by the expressions of the fruit of the Spirit and part of it is that there is long-suffering, there is patience. Absolutely. His love abounds in long-suffering, in patience. So, is there a timing thing? Is there a submission thing? Is there a place in me that the word of God has to walk in first? You know the word of God, Hebrews 4.12 talks about the word of God being a double-edged sword. Mm. That means it works in me and it also works on the target. Mm that I am intending for. Wow. This, this is actually, I mean, these are blessed words. I mean, and I'm, and I'm going to ask you this question, Justus. How are you able to understand all these mysteries? <laughs> Let me call them mysteries. I, I mean, can you just quickly like tell us? Okay, I do. <laughs> so far, I do. I have not. I have not seen. Uh, there is. I mean, these are uh, so far. Yeah. <laughs> these are just basic uh, talks around this around the scripture. Wow, we are just wow. having fun here. <laughs> so I mean, but basically, yeah. the whole I mean, the Holy Spirit, yeah. the Holy Spirit gives us word for seasons. He said. Oh. Uh, Isaiah 50 said, My ears you have opened every morning to give word in season to the weary. Hmm. Word in season. So we can also apply that hmm. to the application of the word of God that we are referring to. This, hmm. The Holy Spirit gives us word in season. We go through different seasons in life. Hmm. Our, our, you know, when I pray with people, so, the Holy Spirit had inspired this in my heart sometime recently and said, you know, Justus, there are some prayer points you would need to pray. Probably a week from now that I don't even have an idea of. Oh. Five months from now, you don't even know those will be part of your prayer points. Oh. So, and you know, Jesus said quite well that in Matthew 6, 8, he said, 
don't pray like the gen, uh, like the like the Gentiles or like the Pharisees who pray long prayer who mm. think that they will be heard by God by their many words. Mm. He said, "For your Father knows what you need even before you ask." Mm. Oh, that's interesting. So that's another topic on its own. If he knows what I need before I ask, so why ask me pray? Why ask yeah, me to pray? I mean, prayer is yeah. So I mean, that's another topic. Okay, okay. but okay. let's just let, let let me use this to quickly deal with this. So the Holy Spirit helps us in our infirmity because we do not know what to pray as we ought to. Sometimes I am seeing just a fruit of a thing that I don't like. But it is the Holy Spirit that understands the root that is producing such fruits that needs to be unheated and uprooted. Mm. So the, 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 the flow of the Spirit is required in such instances. And this, I mean, that is where we refer to word in season. Yeah. Because it is possible to pray amiss. Yeah. It is possible to not properly design its situation. When you don't properly design a situation, you are just cutting off fruit from a tree. Hmm. And not knowing that you need to speak to the root. The scripture says the axe has been laid to the root. And whatever our Heavenly Father has not planted, Jesus speaking in uh, Matthew 15, 13, whatever our Heavenly Father has not planted shall be uprooted. So uh, these, are, these are the workings of the Holy Spirit within us. He reveals, uh, it gives discernment concerning the situation and gives us word mm. of God. Mm. He releases the word in season that addresses situations. And brings about substantial change. Wow, words in season that addresses situations that brings about substantial change. That is the efficacy of the word of God. Wow, thank you so much, uh, Justus. Uh, I mean, we're about bringing this to a wrap. I mean, I just wish we could continue with this. But then I know you have to go back to praying and studying the word of God. <laughs> well, okay, so I mean I'm just I'm just joking. But then um, I think that um, there are misconceptions to you know this um, to when went to praying the word of God. A lot of people have different misconceptions. And just for the last um, you know few minutes we have, can you just help us? Um, can you let us into those misconceptions to praying the word of God? And then before you give your final words. So uh, I will refer to my initial statements. Uh, so one of the mis- the word of God is not just is not just a tool that that I just want to use to, uh, to for my own selfish gain. The scripture says James chapter four, oh. referring to uh, we uh, we pray we do not get results. Oh. Even though we are using the word of God, I mean, praying God's promises, but said so we do not get results because we pray our means, mm. because we want to uh, satisfy, satisfy our, our own desires. So, the word of God is not just a tool for me. The word of God, especially prayer. Do you know that the, as in the major, the major line that must not be misconstrued in praying is that praying is first of all an act of submission. Hmm. 
it is not just about me bringing my will. The scripture says, Jesus gave a model to pray in and oh, said, Your Father. will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. It's about His will. Oh. And how do I settle for His will? The misconception is that I want to enforce my will sometimes. No. Oh. If so, the balance is this I must trust God enough that. He loves me more than I do love myself because he even knows the things I need more than I do know. He created me. Therefore, he also made the tools and resources for my living. Absolutely. So he's ready to unleash them. The first approach to the word of God is, Lord, let your will be known concerning this. And then I begin to pray the will of God. I usually tell people, I say, we pray answered prayers. There is nothing we want to ask for right now that has not yet been credited into our account before our existence because we were predestined to him. We were foreknown. In that foreknowledge, we were called and justified and prepared for glory through Christ Jesus. So we must know that in, as a matter of fact. We pray answered prayers. So it is only things that God has already done that we pray to be revealed physically. It was it has already been done before we see it done. It has already been done before we see it done. What that means is that our prayers have already been answered. We are just by just uh, praying. Uh, we are praying answered prayers. More like we should be giving thanks. <laughs> the scripture says, fret not. Said uh, uh, in in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. thanksgiving. Jesus, I mean, Jesus came before the tomb of Lazarus, and the first thing he said was, "Father, I thank you for you have heard me." Hallelujah. Who prays like that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow! Thank you so much, Justice. Uh, as I said earlier, this has been very much revealing for me. And if you are listening to this podcast and you are not even taking notes. Well, I don't know, but because even me, I'm taking notes. Well, so that I just to tell you how loaded um, our guest is. <laughs> All right, so um, you know, final words here. Praying the word of God, what no one is talking about. Just as a way to wrap up this, um, you know, I believe it's possible someone who is not um, saved is listening to this podcast, and and they, I mean, they are probably just. Eager, eagerness of spirits is there, but I, I feel it's not just um, what they need is not just the eagerness of spirits. I feel there is a word you have for them, and so you might want to speak to them as you wrap up, and um, then your final statements just on this uh, conversation. So, okay, so First uh, Samuel three verse twenty one said, and the Lord appeared again at Shiloh because the Lord revealed Himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. The revelation of God is by his word. Shiloh here is actually an interpretation, uh, an Hebrew word that actually also means rest. The Lord appears at the place of rest. Rest is an evidence of trust and belief. Rest is an evidence of trust and belief. There is someone you have been toiling up and down. 
it is time for you to come to Shiloh, to your place of rest, to the place of God's revelation by his word. When we talk about giving our lives to Christ, surrendering our lives to Christ, the, what we're actually referring to is actually receiving life. If you don't have the assurance of salvation inside of you, you are not alive even though you think you are living. Uh, Ephesians 2 from verse 1 says, We who were dead in trespasses. Dead in trespasses. We think we are alive, but we're dead in trespasses. Said, uh, and another, uh, so, characteristics of a dead man. You have no idea what is going on around you. It is time to ask the Lord, save me. I said, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is time to ask the Lord to save you. He is the Savior. He is the one who calls the dead to life. He calls those things that be not, even where there was no life. He calls life to the dead and gives life to the dead. The scripture says, uh, Jesus speaking, he said, My sheep hear my voice. He said, uh, and they respond. It is time to respond. And my last word also on this will be, the scripture says, Today is another day of rest for you. Hebrews 4, 7, he said, If you hear my voice, adding not your heart, as in the day of rebellion. So it is time to come to your place of rest. And if you are there also with a shaky belief, not here, not there, as the scripture refers to in uh, James 1, 6, unstable in all in, 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 in your ways, doubting here, he said, loyalty, your loyalty is uh, is on higher ways. It is time to also return to your first love. It is time to put your trust back into back to God, who loves you and gave Himself for you. Come back to your place of rest. Come back to your place. Of, of salvation, of shelter, of protection. Come back to your place of assurance, of hope, of confidence. Come back to your place of future. Uh, so uh, if you would just pray with me, Lord God, I have heard your word. I believe in my heart that you died and that God raised you up for my justification. I receive your life today. Thank you for the life your love gave to me. Save me, Lord. You are my Lord and Savior. And I thank you because you begin to shepherd me from this moment on. I shall not want confidence. I shall not want peace. I shall not want restoration. Thank you, Jesus, my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Justice. Wow, it's been a refreshing time on the show today. And um, 
May we really learn a lot, practical tips to pray in the Word of God, and um, you know the misconceptions to also pray in the Word of God. If uh, if you have been blessed by this um, podcast, I, I would love it. So please share this with someone. I'm sure they will be glad that you did. Um, please also remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss new episodes on the show. Um, new episode drops every Tuesday. In um, every Tuesday, that is every week. And if you have been listening to this show for a while, I want to say thank you. And um, if you like what you are hearing, I've got a request. Please, would you support us? It's just pretty simple to actually support this podcast, and it won't take much time at all. Here are just some things you can do. You can um, hit the share button. Um, I mentioned that earlier. You can also give us um, a honest rating wherever you are listening to this podcast from. And just, just let us know how we're really doing. And I would love you to leave a re- review where you're listening to, um, and where you're listening from, rather. Um, because this reviews helps us to do better yeah we want to do better okay guys i really want to thank you for listening in and um, this podcast has been made possible by god i must say and also by amazing friends like um, brother justice on the show today uh if, if you know you would love to um send us um you know um, questions or anything at all you can do that by sending an email to faithculture01 at gmail.com thank you guys for listening Uh, Until I come your way next time, stay blessed.